Thank you to them for what you do. Let's start with a word of prayer this morning as we begin. It's going to be a good day today. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for for this group of people, for allowing us the opportunity to come and worship and sing and, and be encouraged by one another and encourage each other. Lord, thank you for letting us be able to see our children who are just the image of our future here at this place. Lord, help us to train them in the way they should go. Lord, I pray that this, this morning we will be open and we will be uh, ready to be encouraged and uh, ready to be thankful. Lord, we love you. We trust you. Please be with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's a good day. Staff appreciation. Today, our elders wanted to take some time to thank God for the men and the women who have chosen to serve God full-time in this congregation. You know, I've had the opportunity to go in that office. I don't know if you've ever been in our conference room, but there are lots of historical documents uh, photo albums, uh, old bulletins, and what I've learned from that is that this is this has a rich history of some really good men and women who have been able to serve here in this congregation. This ministry that we have had here, there's been so many great people that have come through these doors, and I think that it's important to recognize today that during your search for a senior minister. That took, what, about a year and a half, almost two years? I think it's important to know that the staff at this congregation, were, they were fully present. You know, they did more than what was required so that this congregation could continue moving forward and, and being inspired and encouraged to live the kingdom of God. Your staff was there and they were focused and and it was a very difficult time. And when I joined you back in November, man, it was one of the best months of my life. It, I felt so blessed to be joining such a strong and talented group of people. And it was really a natural connection for us. And Shelly and I were talking about this last night, and we kind of felt like we found our people. <laughs> it's taken us a little while, but we found them. And, and it's funny because whenever I was getting into the office, I'm, you know, you don't want to let them know exactly who you are up front you know you got to kind of pace yourself but I was in there maybe about three weeks and and I got to get a new chair I had to get a new chair for the office and and so I asked uh, I texted Gina and I said hey is $780 too much for an, an office chair and Shelly goes Scott do not text that they don't know you yet and it was, it was about four or five minutes. And I go, what? Did, and I just didn't respond. I was like, wonder, I wonder what she's thinking right now. And she texted back, I think that might be a little much. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, so you start high, so you can go down to 600 if you need to. <laughs> but, what, but what's funny is that now they know me a little bit. So I texted them the other day. I, I was at office, you know. I, this is what I found out. Tommy... His office is in the very corner, right? And it's the hottest in the summer and the coldest in the winter. So, or maybe that was his office, so they just stuck me there because they were just playing a joke on me. I don't know. But I texted Gina the other day. I said, hey, is $550 too much for this Dyson fan? And immediately she responded back to me. So I think they are getting to know my sense of humor there in the office. But the, the people here are great. They're good. 
people. You know, this is what I love. In Micah 6, there's this little verse that says, what does God require? It says, God requires you to act justly, love mercy, walk humbly before your God. And I tell you, I see this in our people. The people you have working here, I see that in them. It's inspiring. And today, we, we like to recognize them, but it's not just about them. Because instead of giving glory to people, we need to continually remember that we are giving glory to God for the work He is doing here in the lives of people who have chosen to serve Him. It's all about Him. It's not about us. You know, these people could be doing a number of other things, I'm telling you. But they've chosen to serve here. Now, since the beginning of the Hebrew culture, there have been priests, really, whenever they instituted Aaron and his whole line, this tribe of Levi, there's been priests who have been responsible for serving in the temple. Now, not all the priests did glamorous jobs. Some had to work in maintenance. Some had to just you know, make sure everything was good. Some had to keep records. Some had to count the money. You know, daily tasks of caring for people who walked through the doors of that temple. Not all were visible and upfront and notoriety driven. You know, these people were there and they all played their part and they all had their own story. And every story contributed to the larger story of God and His people. And it's a story God is still telling. And he's telling it through those people who've chosen to serve, no matter how old, how young. But it's not just for those who are considered part-time or full-time. We need, we know we need those people who are going to embrace responsibility. We know that. But they could do absolutely nothing without those people who come through these doors, who volunteer. Some are voluntold, but most are volunteers. Those people like you who come in and you serve and you give and you sacrifice your time to do things that most of us take for granted. Now, how many of you have ever wondered how the building gets opened? You ever wondered? Or how the facility stays clean? Or how things get put back into place once our kids run through the auditorium? (laughs) You know, contrary to popular opinion, it's not a church gnome. All right? There are no... Such thing as church gnomes that come out at night when we're all sleeping. It's you. It's the ones who serve here and walk here. It's the, the staff. We could do nothing without you. You know, so here's two examples of, of people. I wish I could say more, but, but one, every Sunday we have people who take communion to those friends and older members who are in nursing homes, people who can't go out, who can't get out. They take communion to them, and the stories they tell are just beautiful. And the people who take them, they're older, some are younger, some are families. Here's another one. You probably will never hear about this, but our AV team has been tirelessly redoing that whole upstairs balcony area. They've been doing it all themselves. And it's, it's great. You know why? They love excellence and they want to make sure you can hear and see well. They have a passion for this. And they work hard off duty, off their time. You know, they, they, they work during the week and they come up here and work on Fridays and Saturdays. 
because they want to serve. There's beauty and there's goodness when we sacrifice our time. And, and if you think about it, Shelley brought this up to my attention last night, time is possibly one of our most valuable commodities. We have a limited amount of that time. And when someone gives that time to someone else, oh, it's beautiful. It's an investment. And you hear these stories in just a few moments from our elders. I, my hope is that we can give God the glory for placing such servants in our midst. Because we need to remember that the work isn't just their responsibility. I mean, sure, the staff may be the ones who are present and responsible on a daily basis, but the work is ours. It's all of ours. The sacrifice is ours to make because we are all contributing to the story of God in this place at this time. So our Wednesday evenings have been focused on telling our story, 242. It's been focused on, on, on story. Now, regardless of how interesting or important we think our story is, they all matter because it's a part of the larger story that God is telling. And we began the series this summer by encouraging people to memorize the beginning of Romans 12. And I picked Romans 12 because it helps us to understand the role we play within the body of Christ and the potential we have when we focus on our, our, our energy on the body of Christ. And so let's go ahead and read this. You don't, we don't have to read it together. I'm going to read it for you. It says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has given each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body and all members belong to the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of you. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Because we each have our gifts, don't we? We'll find our purpose when we use the gifts we have been given to serve one another. So today, a few of our elders wanted to come up here, take about 10 to, to, to 12 minutes and tell you some stories about how God has blessed them and this church through the people that we get to call staff and volunteers. You want to come up? Dan, Alan, whoever wants to go first. Okay. And there's so many people, you know, our office staff, is they're, they're just incredible. On a daily basis, you will call up and you'll talk to Gene or Gina or whoever is there to answer phones at any given moment. And it's just good for me to know that we've got such talented and God-fearing people who have chosen to serve. 
So I know that, you know, you may look at today and you may think, oh yeah, that's good, uh, let's, let's appreciate our staff, but I want you to see the deeper level here for just a moment, because we have elders here who are committed as well. They're all full-time people as well, just like you, you know, and they come from a long line of elders, people who've been here before, who have given of their time. We celebrated Willie B's uh, birthday yesterday, turn 100, where are you? Are you, are you here? All right, just, there you go. And I tell you, she's a beautiful person. Her husband was an elder, and that's right. <laughs> but I just want to, I want you to know that if you just happen to stroll into this church, you have kind of found your, yourself in a body of believers who like to serve. So I'm sorry, but let's get to work. You're, you're here, and I tell you, when you find your gift, and when you start using it, and when you start sharing of your time for other people, it is an investment that will always pay. Start now. Start when you're kids. Start when you're old. I don't care. Just start and serve. The body of Christ moves when the whole body moves together. If you have not one use of your leg, if you can't use one of your legs, you, you can testify how it's difficult for you to move. That's why it's so important that we all use our gifts and to know we all have gifts to use. Now, I know you may think to yourself, my gifts, well, I really don't know if I can use them here in this place. But I'm going to tell you, you can, and your gift is needed. Your gift is needed. I don't care who you are. Your gift is needed here, in this place, and in your world. Because God's ready to do it. And He's ready to, to start making your story one that you feel good enough to tell because you have a story to tell and let God do something with it. So in a moment, as we stand and sing, I want you to be thinking about the gifts that you have. Maybe you don't even know what they are. It's okay. Let us help you. Because we can use you. And, and this is just this little training ground, really, because really our ministry starts on Monday. Doesn't it? This is where we get to practice. And Monday is when we get to change the world. Let's stand together. Think about those gifts that you have. If you need prayer, I am here and we'll sing.